Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, Salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh everyone. I hope you're all doing well inshallah. Welcome to this live, Dadhood podcast live. Uh, we're back with another episode where we have a very, mashallah, special guest. Uh, it's uh, maybe in a slightly different format where we're, uh, you know, those who are seeing it in the recording afterwards, it probably looks like an IG live. That's because we've taken the recording and, and, and put it up later. We had a little bit of technical issues, but khair, we're still doing the episode and we still have our guest here. And we're going to have uh, a good time, inshallah. And for those who are watching on Instagram, then obviously, you know, this is how it looks anyway. Um, so, because we usually go live with our episodes as well as our recordings on the side. Um, so for those of you watching on Instagram, please do make sure that you take part in the discussion in terms of sharing your comments, sharing your questions and uh, keeping us, uh, me and Simon, entertained. So that uh, brings me to the point of explaining the guest. For those of you who are following me and don't know, we've got Simon here who is a Muslim fitness coach. And mashallah, he's been sort of doing the rounds on Instagram. He's been, uh, you know, here uh, kind of letting people know the importance of fitness and, and things like that. Um, but now we've got him. Uh, I think his connection just dropped, but we'll wait for him to come back, inshallah. Uh, but we've got him where he's going to be able to tell us some fitness tips for dads like us, right? Or those who might be watching might not be dads, but these are going to be fitness tips for dads this is a dad podcast and he himself is a dad so he's going to be telling us about that experience inshallah so let's invite him back on and we'll get started yes bro okay hopefully inshallah we have no more internet uh, disconnections uh but no problem if that happens just reconnect um so i was just i was just saying that you know we've got got simon the muslim fitness coach he's been the, doing the rounds on instagram mashallah getting people back into their fitness but also something that you have put up here and there on your instagram is that you're a dad you're a father uh and uh, it seems like it's, it's it's a new journey for you as well it doesn't seem like your your children are that old i think you only have one but that's what we're going to go into now this is the first question that we ask all of our guests which is uh, how old were you when you became a father and how many children do you have? So, Bismillah, take it away, bro. MashaAllah, MashaAllah. So, first of all, I just want to apologize for the connection. And uh, you're going to hear now, it's uh, just uh, the Adhan for Maghrib, Salat al-Maghrib. Hopefully, you can still hear me. And, uh, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm very, very honored to be in this podcast, MashaAllah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, SubhanAllah, I, I was thinking about it recently because it's a podcast for dads. And like, yes. if we go back more than one and a half years ago, I wouldn't be qualified <laughs> to join. <laughs> but now, alhamdulillah, last year I got my first daughter. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Um, so, yeah, I was 20, 26. Wait. Yeah, 26, exactly. 26 was supposed to be, uh, about to be 27. Now I'm 27. And, um, yeah, alhamdulillah, I'm, trying to 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 just go through it day by day you know it's a new experience probably i don't know how many kids you have by the way me i've i've, I've only got two um and uh, they're, they're both quite young as well so i think we're both going through this experience together to be honest you've got one and a half i've got uh an almost four year old and a two year old 
So, uh, you know, still in those younger infant years, you could say. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice experience. You, I, I, I can really see myself growing. And I, I don't know if you feel the same, but I, it's hard to imagine how life was before you had a child or before you had children, before being a dad. And it almost yeah. feels empty looking back at the life before becoming oh. a dad, subhanAllah. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, bro. I totally agree with you. Is is it's totally life changing, right? Uh, to to the extent where you put you start thinking, what was I even doing with my life beforehand? You know, before I had a child, what, what was I even doing? It kind of it kind of makes you feel like those years are sort of empty, and and you know, now that you do have your child, it's sort of filled with uh, busyness, joy, pain, uh, stress. Uh, uh, you know, all, all sorts of things, the good and the bad, subhanAllah. So how, how was it when, when you became a father, like for the first time, was it sort of um, some, like the experience, did you, did you expect it? Was it something like, you know, you've grown up with uh, having children around your household in terms of nephews, nieces, um, or was it like a totally new experience too and you kind of had to uh, learn a lot in the beginning? Yeah, very good question, Allah. You know, I didn't grow up in a household where I had like younger siblings or nephews or whatever. You know, in Sweden, we, it's barely they get two kids. Uh, it's usually one kid's household. Uh, I think the, like the, the general, like um, in the statistics, they have like 1.3 child per household. If you look at right. like the whole Sweden, you know. So yeah, yeah. I I didn't grow up with you know kids around you know even maybe if I visit some friend's house but I mean in direct contact with your personal life then no yeah so this was a whole new experience and to be honest I didn't know what to expect I've heard all these horror stories you know oh you will <laughs> you won't get any sleep you won't get they will <laughs> everything will be terrible you know but. I haven't felt this. Maybe it can be true for some people. And I think that's okay because experience, your own experience as a father is your own, like it's your own, you know, interpretation of how dadhood is. And that's okay. Yeah. You are, there's no right and wrong, I think, about feeling things. It was a very surreal feeling having another life to take care of and a feeling of, you know, I was very anxious because I'm afraid it was this feeling of, okay, I don't want to do mistakes. I don't want to do things wrong. But I've come to realize like, there's no perfect parent. They don't really exist. And yeah. I just try to be as good as I can every single day and try to be um, present, to be present in, in their lives. Even though that presence might not be the best presence, but you know, do do your best, Yanni. Yeah, no, I I agree with you, bro. Um, something that I heard it was a really good, really good piece of advice. Um, was that when your child is is, is young, um, you know, in those infant infant stages, what they need the most from their parents isn't, um, you know, 
education in terms of, you know, teaching them lots of different things and making sure that they're becoming very bright and developed and educated. Neither do they need a parent that is, you know, teaching them a lot of discipline, you know, trying to perfect their, their discipline and their habits and their routines and their manners. You know, those things are important and it's not like you don't do those things. But the advice was that the most important thing, the thing that takes priority, especially in the infant years, is just being there and showing showing love and being there. You know, so sometimes like what dads do is they beat themselves up like, oh, I was at work all day and I didn't see my children. And, um, you know, I'm not teaching my child anything. And, you know, my wife's taking the load of this and that and whatnot. And then you have to sort of remind yourself, you know, were you there, you know, at least for a few minutes of that day? And in that time, were you present? Were you showing them attention? Were you showing them some love? And if you did that for that day, then you've done what you needed to do for your children at the very minimum. You know, obviously adding on all those other things would have been great. You know, taking them to the park or teaching them this or doing this with them. That would be great. But at least you were, you know, you had you showed them some affection, you showed them some love and you were there, you were present. And if they have that, then that bond will build. And later, inshallah, you get a chance to do everything else. There's really, you know, this beautiful principle of just showing up. You know, if you look at, yeah. for example, Islam, it's not that every prayer you're going to pray, you're going to have the, you know, the best khushur, you know, the best, uh, yeah. how do you, like, uh, translate that? Um, like uh, Focus. Yeah, exactly. The best focus. But just make sure you show up for every single prayer. Make sure you just be there. And the same with fitness. It, not every session is going yeah. to be the perfect session. Like, just yeah. show up. You know, some of my sessions, literally, literally just going into the gym, doing one exercise, going out. Just, you know, because wow. I mentally, I just need to check off that workout. I have made a workout. How, how that workout was, we can discuss. But, you know... It's about showing up. And I think it's a beautiful mindset to have if you want a life of balance. If you want a life of being, being in, in harmony with things. If yeah. you want a life with, with anxiety and, you know, all this pressure, all this pressure then don't, don't think like this. Think that every, every, every session needs to be perfect. Then you got a nice recipe for, you know, uh, working like, um, anxiety and all these hard and difficult feelings. And yeah. so, so showing up is a very good advice, to be honest. How, how do you feel uh, since becoming a father has uh, had an effect on the way that you view your work as a personal trainer? Um, wow, well, it's a good question. Like, there's two sides of it. It's like me being a father and working. And then you have other brothers, you know, I coach, many of them are fathers already. They have families. A lot of people I coach, they're already in that family life. They very rarely, okay. I, I have people that single, they live at their mom's house, you know, because I think at some point, many, and I think we're going to go into this subject in this uh, discussion that, you know, it happens as a dad, you start prioritizing something else over, over your, over your own well-being or your own health. Like it becomes like an imbalance of priorities. 
that you put your family first, you have this responsibility. So it happens very easily. You're starting to neglect yourself, neglect your own health. Yeah. Um, and I, I know, I know that every single parent can, can um, relate to this, even myself included. And it's hard. It's a very, it's a, it's like, it's a, something like you have to juggle with a lot of things at the same time. So I understand this. So many of the clients I work with, I try to remind them that it's not about being perfect. Just like we said now, just, you know, good enough. This good enough mindset, you show up and whatever happens, happens. The results you should have to work with, trust in Allah that the results will be even beneficial for you. Yeah. And then as well, as, as a parent myself, as a father working, I've come to realize, subhanAllah, you know, I see the, the you know, especially my generation, I'm born in 95, so I'm, I'm not millennial, I'm, um, what's the generation called before millennials? Uh, I have no idea, I'm in the same generation as you, and I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, the millennials and those who comes after, they have this lifestyle yeah. of, you know, you need to grind, work hard, play hard, right. you know, um, they live for just one thing and mostly that's money wealth work success you have all yeah. these things happening and when you become a parent you all these things become so su superficial <laughs> so meaningless pointless you're like why you know god chasing all this wealth and you know success for what you know being a parent is success like you're already successful be being a parent yeah now just yeah. you need to fulfill that duty. That's like the two, two different things. I see like a perspective mm. of someone needing help in fitness and someone being as a as a entrepreneur or some like working with as a father, you know. Yeah. Do do you feel like um you know becoming a father has given you sort of a, a push and a focus when it comes to your fitness? That that do do you feel like maybe prior because um, this is something that I felt, you know, pr prior to having children, obviously I knew that fitness is important and that I should take it seriously. But it was sort of like it's it, it was only focused around myself. So if I wanted to take a day off, I could take a day off. If I wanted to eat something bad, I could eat something bad, um, you know, and eventually, you know, even if I get a little bit overweight, I'll just work it off later at some point. But now that there's children that I'm responsible for. I need to make sure that I always have energy for them, that I'm always including good food in the household, that I'm always making sure that I'm on top of my mental health, which is linked to my physical health, so I can, like you said, show up uh, to them. So do, do you feel like you kind of also maybe went through that or it, did it shift your mindset in any way in your, in your personal uh, development and your, your personal fitness when your daughter was born? Yeah, definitely, but not in the way you described. I think okay. maybe th that what, what you described would be um, because I, I come from a fitness background. I come from being cool. very active. So I think what happened for me, that shift was in, that transition was more like be, um, becoming more uh, realistic in some way. And, well, not realistic, yeah. that I would say more of a... Um, like not putting that pressure on me. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm this, I'm that. I, you know, I need to eat healthy. I need to have all these things. I've already had that implemented very for many, many years, you know. But now sure. it feels like I need 
to learn to like go snacking without having that shame or guilt. I need to learn mm. because I don't want to trans- transfer that feeling to my kids. That's interesting. To, you know, so mm. maybe before I could have that shame and guilt and maybe, you know, I need to go work, you know, do very stupid things like compensating in a very unhealthy way. I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. a shift, you know, the destructive patterns when it comes to health, you know, I think that I think the same shift for you that like just it's just it's a pattern that's destructive, but yeah. it, it, it it manifests in a different way, depending on your background. Yeah. Right. So that, yeah. that that transition just happens automatically, but in a different way, I think. Um, so that's how it happened for me. So now, now I'm trying to be more chill. You know, if I miss this workout, I try not to beat myself over it. You know, I don't want to show my yeah. my little girl that if you miss a workout, you're worthless. I don't want to show that. Right. Even even right. if you have that feeling sometimes that pops up, you know. That's really interesting. That's a that's quite a, a, a totally different uh, um, dynamic to this whole uh, fitness culture. You know, uh, because this is this is more talking about your emotions towards fitness. And how possibly those emotions could lead to 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 sort of a damaging mindset as you grow up. Um, you know, for example, uh, feeling uh, shaming yourself um, or 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 taking on certain guilt, which can obviously result in a poor mindset outside of fitness too. So that, that's that's quite an interesting thing. Is that is that something you sort of focus on with your clients? I guess the more sort of uh, emotional uh, side to things rather than just the, the, the physical sort of make sure you get your workout in and this is how you do your workout you know what that's the most difficult thing it's very mm. easy to go to to like if we put those um like if you we, we compare those things like the mental aspect of health yeah all the yeah. things that comes with it from society you know you got body shaming you got guilt yeah. you got all these negative feelings um, yeah, and then you got the physical aspect, just going on yes. the treadmill, running a couple of kilometers. That thing is not that hard, you know. You do it, and then yes. you're done. Yeah. But having this mindset, having these so-called demons, you know, these thoughts, you have to. It's almost like you do. It's it's you know, whiswas, <laughs> like mm. these whispers. But it's about like putting you down. Mentally, emotionally, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the hardest aspect. I think I see with my clients. That's one of the biggest barriers to overcome. And to be honest, if you cannot overcome this, it doesn't make sense to do any type of dieting or any type of, right. you know, physical activity. If you don't right. work with that as well, because those results you get from the physical activity, unfortunately, will be very temporary. It will be very you know, it not that long lasting. It won't be a long term yes. base for like a long term result thing. You know, so definitely, I think the mindset is number one. The number one thing you need to work with. That's really really interesting, bro. Um, because it's essentially saying like you're you're not ever ever gonna have a truly uh, healthy relationship with your body and your food uh, unless you you fix that. Um, because you could, you could have, you know, 
a year two years of sticking to your workout sticking to your diet but if you don't have that healthy relationship then long term especially when it comes to modeling that for your children because you want to make sure that they, they understand uh what a healthy relationship is with their body a healthy relationship is with food and if you don't have that then you're not going to be able to model that for yourself uh, model that for your children sorry and you're not going to be able to then long term hold off that weight or hold off uh, uh whatever goals that you have basically um because because that that underlying attitude is not is not even there subhanallah uh that's 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 actually quite interesting and i think it's a totally different side to personal training most people think that um you know personal training is if i get a coach he's going to tell me what workout to do he's going to tell me what to eat and to be honest i can just find that online i don't need to go to a coach now is that is is that some of the uh, misconceptions that usually come to you yeah that's the thing and i tell this this to to people when people want to join my one on one coaching i always go have a call with them and i'm honest with them i'm i'm saying like look if you just want a workout plan and a meal plan or whatever it is a diet you can find those resources for free like on internet yes. you don't need me for that yeah but the the thing is as i like for to put it in a bet in a better like formulated better better is that whatever you do if you do not work on your mental mental health or mental aspect of the fitness and health whatever you do is going to amplify what what is already underlying so if you have if you come f- with an attitude of guilt or shame whatever you do with fitness now is going to amplify it it's going to make it even worse right? right it's like you know if if you give a bad person money that pass- person just person just going to become worse yeah and if you give a good person money he's going to become better is an amplifier mm. and these things are works the same because it's so close to your ego that's the thing and yeah so i tell when 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 a client want to work with me i tell what we going to do it, like basically what we're doing is not giving a workout or diet that's something that is a part of this but what we're doing is to de- design a lifestyle that you're comfortable with that you feel you can be in harmony with especially if you're a parent to be honest because it you know many of these programs require you you to track calories maybe or to uh, track your weight and doing all this very frequently only just that puts out signals to your child or your family even your spouse right so you need to be very careful with that so that's why that's why in my programming i don't include calorie tracking that my clients need to do i i try to put it more very like uh, holistic to okay you got this meal plan you can follow this exercise but we're going to build a lifestyle that you can continue with and that will improve you as a human being as a parent as a muslim yeah. whatever it might be that's the, the the end goal right and whatever comes with that the consequences if that happens to help you lose weight or decrease in fat mass or build muscle that will be a signal that this lifestyle that you are on now is working that's all it is all it is and we need to remove this mindset of okay i need to have six pack i need to have this and that because to be honest and this is something i've seen a a, a shift in the social media world where fitness influencers yeah. is starting to become very honest about this that having six, this six pack you see on pictures most of them are photoshopped first of all you have good lighting you have 
you know, all these things are imperfect, like they have the perfect environment. But yeah. life is not a perfect environment. So this can be very dangerous. And many people, they are talking about it, being very honest about it, um, which is very good. But I think we need to stop looking at social media being role models yeah. and see what kind of role models we want to be ourselves for our future generations. That's the most important yeah. thing, I think. SubhanAllah. Uh, somebody just asked, is there going to be Q&A? Yeah, if you just send in your questions, we'll uh, every so often check them and inshallah answer them. Um, but yeah, Jazakallah Khair Simon. I think uh, that's so important, especially the last bit that you said is that, you know, if we're taking care of ourselves and we're doing it properly, then we're essentially showing the next generation that this is how you should be taking care of yourself and and what you should be doing as well and this is something i brought up last time i spoke to on another podcast episode we had you know a long time ago we did have somebody that's also a personal trainer and uh we basically mentioned that in um maybe in uh, i can speak for south asian culture is that you know when we look when when i when i was growing up and i looked up at, uh, you know looked at my uncles and the men the men in the family um you know family friends etc you didn't really find them being involved in sports or being involved in fitness or going to the gym or anything like that and then as we got older and we thought yeah look we want to go gym and we want to look strong we had no foundation to it so going to gym was kind of like when we go there uh okay we know that we should take care of our health but how do we exactly do it we don't know we're just going to go gym uh the friends we're just going to uh, push a few weights we're going to eat lots of chicken afterwards and hopefully hopefully that will help and i think you know that kind of false understanding of what it means to be fit and to be healthy uh was there because we didn't have anything to role model it from uh there was there was nobody growing up that was taking their health seriously, was, you know, involved in making sure that they, they're eating well or they're working out or anything like that. There, there were no men in our culture. It was quite rare, you could say. I wouldn't say no, but it was quite rare to see that. Um, but when you look at some other cultures, maybe even your own culture from Sweden, um, you probably find that people uh, who, uh, if you look at the, the elderly people, you find them maybe walking, running, jogging in the park, uh, things like that, uh, and, you know, making sure that they have a decent diet. Uh, and so I think um, for a lot of us, uh, you know, Muslim dads now, um, especially those who are from, like I said, South Asia or maybe other cultures where men aren't just really involved in these things, uh, we now need to, ha we have a responsibility to show our kids exactly how to do this, where, where we didn't, we sort of suffered from there. Uh, what would you recommend is like, uh, the healthiest way of going about role modeling that type of behavior to the next generation? Like, is it is it to push our kids into the gym once they hit like 16? Is it that, you know, just introducing maybe certain habits into the household? What what would be those steps that fathers should be taking to making sure their children and, the, the you know, the young people in their household have a good relationship with health and fitness? I think... Now I'm not maybe an expert in that, that area. I know that the, it's been done a lot of research in this about sure. the, the relationship between a child and health or exercising mm. in a child. Um, and there's many myths as well, like, oh, you shouldn't lift heavy weights if you're still growing. 
which I can yeah. tell you now is not true. There's no scientific data that shows that and can, that can prove, prove that. Um, more, more like instead, what it shows that exercising can actually improve self-esteem and confidence with, uh, for children. But I think to, to have that, as you said, like build that role modeling. Um, because if we look at ourselves, what's, we don't, we won't drag ourselves to the gym every single day or working out every single day. If that causes us, if it doesn't give us some kind of, uh, like a, a feeling of accomplishment, right? Or having yeah. fun, right? That's why we see in gym classes, group classes are very popular or working to uh, working out together with people like in general, when, when I talk about general health, obviously there are people that like me, like to go by myself and lift and all these things. Right. But I'm talking about the general public, like try to introduce exercising as a, not as a, okay, you need to like, you need to do a certain thing. Like it's about, um, uh, you know, um, some kind of results. Just m introduce sports and make them seem like if they're fun, they're fun. Right. And that's the most important thing. Like, if someone doesn't like doing going to the gym, don't they don't have to go to the gym. That's not the only thing to be, to, like, to become fit from, right? There, there's been uh, like multiple generations of humans where we didn't even have access to gym, but all was very healthy, was in a very fit state. And I think we need to lift our the perspective of health. What is health? Is being active, moving your body playing, being playful. And this is something we see from Islam as well. From the Prophet mm. Muhammad, he was very playful with Aisha anha, when, he, when they were racing with each other. We need to have yes. that mindset. Like think, think like a child when it comes to these things. What are they doing? They are playing, they're doing games. That's how we should implement this for children and continue with okay. this. And obviously when they get older in teenage years, maybe implementing like leadership, all these mindset setting goals uh, that are sure. positive in a positive matter, not in a negative matter. Um, that was, that that's something I would say like a very specific thing. Okay, okay. You said that um, many of your clients are fathers, or you know those who they have families, they have children. What are some of the main challenges? Uh, that fathers face when it comes to their fitness you know when you start talking to them on that one-to-one -one call to to, to kind of see you know you want to start okay let's let's see where you're at what what do they usually say is like the reason why they haven't taken their fitness seriously um is there is there is there any correlation that you can find between their lack of fitness and them being maybe busy being fathers or anything like that i would say um, because I have sisters as well. I coach both males. Right, okay. Males. And I can see the sisters don't have this problem, but the brothers have, the fathers. Mm. And that is about the cooking. <laughs> cooking <laughs> and I think this is a very big obstacle. Obviously, you don't have to always cook, but cooking can be a good uh, skill to have, Right. Because this makes you understand the whole process of cooking and the ingredients and how everything works. Because many people, they don't even 
you know, they look at the plate and don't, they have no idea. Now I still work with these clients and I try to implement strategies to help them to, to, to some kind of like get this, this knowledge of how to, to like how portion sizes, how they can affect you, protein, carbs, and all these. I see that sisters are much more knowledgeable. And I think this is a cultural thing because the sisters and the female, they're used to cooking. They used to do cooking. Right. They, it's very easy for them. They know they have a carb source and protein and, you know, make it tasty and all the, they don't see it as an, as, as a challenge, but I see that fathers, brothers, male, whatever it might be, they had this obstacle of, of the cooking part. And I think it's very natural if the father is the one working and, you know, the, the, the spouse, his wife is home cooking and whatever it is. Um, I just think what, what you should do as a father, be involved somehow because it's still, you're, you're still a family. You need to operate like a family. You have right. all these, you know, we have all these different roles and let's be working together in this, you know. So I think this is a, a, a tricky thing for, for, for fathers. And oh. another, th another fun thing is also what I see with many people. They always talk about the, how, how it was 10 years ago, how they were almost football superstars and all these things. Uh, I think this come from, uh, and this is another thing, like you come from a background of competitive, as being, being competitive and having only, you know, it's going to be, it's a sport. You need to, you need to show yourself. You need to, you know, be a man, be an alpha. I think that is something can be very hard to work with because this is not, in my opinion, a very healthy way of doing fitness, especially role modeling in this to your children. You need to have exercise and health being something fun, being something enjoyable, something that lifts you up. Um, so these are the two things I, uh, we, we father can struggle with. Okay. Okay. SubhanAllah. And um, what, what are, uh, some of the sort of uh, ways that you've helped them overcome that. Um, so some some of your case studies, your success uh, clients, I guess you could say. What what have they done that has uh, helped change that in their in their in their daily routine or in their habits? I think going from um, going from being victim. That is for its part. Going from being having this victim mindset that. I cannot do anything. My wife, she's the one that cooks and it's all for nothing. But it's very fun when I talk with them about the meals they prepare themselves. Well, let's, let's say for snacks, breakfast, yeah. some evening snack. Those things are often what, what, what is affecting their, their diet negatively. Right. It's very rarely <laughs> the dinners itself. Because the dinners, like the wives, they can cook. They can do the meat. They can do all these very nutritious food. That's not yeah. the issue. The issue is what are you as a, like when you do the food, like the breakfast yourself, what are you eating? Is it a chocolate bar? <laughs> is it some kind of, you know, donuts? You know, so look at what are the things you can control and be mindful about it. So this is why I teach them, you know, and try to put some, some, some time in learning about these things. Now, this isn't, this is like a recommendation for those who don't will, who doesn't work with a coach or just want to do this by yourself. You know, look things up. What is protein? What is carb? What are carbs? 
what are fats, what are these things, and mm. learn about it. It's okay. very easy. You, you can find out YouTube videos explain this in five ten minutes, no issues. Yeah, and then know that what you're doing, what you're eating, will affect you in the long run. Prepare your breakfast, prepare your snacks, and find balance in this. Um, right. This is something I, I would recommend. And then there are many different strategies you can implement, like portion control strategies, uh, where I use one strategy, one popular strategy I use is the where you use your hand as a measurement. So you can have it's different ways you can do it. I do the easy way where you have a fist. So if you look at your plate and you want to lose weight, for example, you put two fists of protein sources. So it should be equivalent to two like two fists in the amount of okay. protein. Yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. say chicken, you put it on a plate. And then the carbs is like this, one, one fist. And then you can, and the carbs, do, I, I do not uh, talk about vegetables or salads or fruits even. Uh, I have other things instead of that, right? So these are the things you can use, inshallah. Okay, inshallah. Okay, that's good. That's really good to know. There's a little insight into... Um, what dads can can do essentially and, and and like someone says stop blaming your wives yeah it's uh it's your fault it's not your wife's fault <laughs> for she's cooking so hard Allah that's that's uh I think that's a key insight it's a key takeaway definitely um I wanted to ask you in terms of timing right this is I think going to be one of the bigger issues when it comes to parents is actually finding the time to work out prior to becoming a dad Maybe you had a lot more time on your hands. Um, you know, you didn't have to sort of sacrifice, um, you know, your sleep time, waking up, trying to change the baby, help the baby go back to sleep. You know, you didn't have to sort of think about, oh, I've been at work all day. So when I come back, now I need to spend time with my children. And then by that time, you know, I've put them to bed or oh, I'm tired now and I need to go to sleep. So, you know, before, before all of that came into your life, you kind of had that time. Can you give me one second? I think my daughter. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Literally just spoke about that and look at that. So had a lot. All right. So guys, uh, Simon's just uh, gone to tend to his daughter. This is this is what the dadhood podcast is all about. Real life examples of dads doing their things. Mashallah. Uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying this. Let me check some of your questions while uh, Simon's gone. Uh, so let's see. Okay. Some of these questions are... Uh, we we have yeah we can hear you yeah I was just checking the questions while you were gone we haven't got anything relevant well not on my side not sure not sure about um if you've got you can got you've got any questions there but yeah I was just saying you know this is live in the flesh how a father needs to deal with things right <laughs> yeah, and this is about priorities you need to prioritize um what is most important obviously um and secondly it's not about always. The time, um, like the time in the gym, but what you do with the time or the time working out. As I said with the meals, okay. you you are still making breakfast. You still do these things. Just being mindful. It doesn't take several minutes to be that to do that. You just require yes. some planning initially, yes. and then just start. It, it, you you get into the flow of preparing that you know nutritious breakfast instead of grabbing that Snickers bar, maybe you, you do some eggs, you put, boil some eggs. Like it doesn't require a lot of time from you. Um, and when it comes to workout, you don't have to be in the gym for one hour. As I said, I, sometimes I just go 
to do one exercise. It takes 10 minutes, 20 minutes. That's it. And that's all what, what is required from you, right? So mm. don't think of, oh, you need, I need to do this. There's no, no things that, that says you need to do something. You, your life is your life and you need to find out what, what can you do with the time on your hand. If you only have five minutes to work out, that's it. Do some, a couple of push-ups. That's enough. That's better than nothing, right? Yeah. You know, it's like being a Muslim, you don't have to be a sheikh, right? You can be a regular Muslim and do your best in life. You don't have to yeah. be that imam leading the prayer, tarawih, praying five hours, I don't know. Just be, what you, you have your own life. You have your own experiences. Don't compare yourself with other parents or other people that have different lives. So that's my, you know, be kind to yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you feel like um, sometimes fathers take on this victim mentality that, uh, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a dad and, you know, there's that kind of joke about dad bods, like, like I put in this, <laughs> in the title of this uh, podcast, right? The joke of sort of dad bods and, and dads are, you know, the kind of, uh, we let ourselves go after marriage and, and when we have kids and, you know, do you feel like those jokes actually start to become a reality and we start to take it on as a victim mentality? Have you, have you noticed that from, from those that you've spoken to? Yeah. Uh, by the way, I need to make it short and wrap it up soon. I'm sorry. No problem. We'll wrap it up. Yeah, inshallah. And uh, we'll, we'll do a part two, inshallah, as well. Maybe we can do a live yeah, session. No problem. Or inshallah, that's fine. <laughs> what I would say is that there's a very good point. Like, it definitely happens. And I see it a lot with a mm. lot of people putting this victim mentality. And me, myself, sometimes. I think it's very natural. It's very hard as a man to not have excuses because... It's hard to put that, put up that masculinity and have that face or like this, you know, the outward thing, you know, um, can be very hard. Um, mm. But definitely, I think it's a victim mentality and that's a shift you need to do no matter okay. what, Yanni. All right, bro, just to wrap it up then, uh, I just wanted to end on a positive note. Can you tell us uh, the highlight of uh, what your daughter has done in the past week? Something that you've uh, you've really enjoyed. Sorry, I think I lost you there. What did you say? Sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was saying that. Let's end on this point. Can you just give us a quick highlight of uh, what your daughter's done in the past week? Anything that's uh, giving you some joy? Yeah, um, <laughs> a positive highlight to wrap it up. Um, I just started to read a, a book with my with my daughter and. Uh, it's very exciting to see how she's now interacting with the book, same book I, we had for six months ago. She didn't really care about and how she's developing. It's very, very, yeah. I really love to see develop, the, the development. And it becomes, you, you become very humble if you look at your own parents. They did their best to raise you as a father. And now you have someone else you, you can raise up and, you know, and you, you become humble, alhamdulillah, and happy. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing bro Jazakallah khair for joining me man I really appreciate your time uh, And hopefully Those of you who are interested in um, You know Checking out some of Simon's things on, on Instagram Or hitting him up for any more fitness advice Definitely do that Because I think from this uh, Even just listening to this I've gained a lot So I'm sure you can gain a lot more Inshallah by hitting him up personally Okay Simon Inshallah if we if we do another one Yeah maybe a, a live session You know Don't embarrass me too much on the live <laughs> Inshallah, 
I'm sorry about everything, all the inconveniences. Alhamdulillah. Well. La, no problem. It was good, bro. Take care. Assalamu alaikum. Yeah.